Hello, testing one, two, three. Hello, come in. If you can hear me, come in. Unit one to unit five, come in. Unit one to unit 12, come in. Hmm, must be a shift change. Lord! Oh, okay, we already caught it. Okay, 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 okay. Hey, y'all! What's up? No, but what's up, everybody? I am Rico Amor Monroe, and you are listening to yet a new and improved... Well, no, I ain't really changed nothing since last week. But yeah, y'all listening to a new episode of Round Commentary. Now, I just want to pat myself on the back because this will be my fifth episode of my new project. And, you know, I'm still learning. I'm still growing. I am still trying to work this thing out by myself. Uh, for those of you who don't know, you probably do. But for those of you who don't know, I do everything myself. Every project I put out, I do it myself. I do it on my phone. I have my iPod and my iPad. So, you know, I just make everything work for me until I can do better. So for me to put this type of content out um, as consistently as I've been putting it out, I'm so proud of me. And um, yeah, you know. I'm going to keep going until I get to where I am destined to be. Now, this last week was crazy for me. Um, my car was broken into. And everything that was valuable that was in my car was stolen. First of all, let me get this drink going. First of all, I can't even believe like that happened to me. You know, I see it on Facebook all the time. People make their little posts or whatnot, but you never think it'll happen to you. There we go. You never think it'll happen to you. And, you know, for me, it was like, damn, really, Rico? Really? Lord, might as well tell y'all what happened, right? Y'all want to know? Okay, I'm going to tell y'all anyways. So basically, Monday, I had went to work and I had, you know, took some of my students to get some food we had ordered out. And what happened was I usually keep my wallet in my pocket. Like, I usually keep my wallet in my pocket or in my bag. But Monday, I was moving too fast, and I left the wallet overnight in my car in the driver's side um, little pocket, you know, the thing on the door. So, yeah, um, I didn't think nothing of it because sometimes I do that. And, I mean, you know, we all make mistakes. Sometimes I leave my wallet in my car, but my door is unlocked. And, mind you, this happened in front of my house. So... Last, I mean, that Monday night, I had brought my bag in the house because that was that same, um, that was that same night I said, no, bitch, I didn't put my episode out, so let me put it out on Tuesday. So, I end up pulling my bag out of the car, but I didn't think to get my wallet out of the front seat in the door, so I end up leaving it there, and, um, you know, it was fine all night until I got you know, some text messages in the morning from a car that I don't even use. So I'm like, wait, what? Bright Star asked me, do I recognize any of these charges? I'm like, well, bitch, I don't use my Bright Star. You know what I'm saying? I don't use that car. So what the fuck? So I looked again. I said, no. Something said, just get out of bed. Now, mind you, my homeboy texted me at five o'clock in the morning and I looked at it and I rolled over. If I would have got up 
and replied to that text message nine times out of ten I would have got up and went to my car you know and, and, and got my wallet but I rolled over and it was like 6.30 in the morning now I'm getting ready to get up and get ready for work and you know my Bank of America is asking me about charges I'm like okay bitch my wallet gone so I went out to my car I seen that the door was like open so my windows wasn't broke but I don't I really can't tell you how they got in my car all the other doors were locked so when I pulled up when not when I pulled up when I got up on my car I looked in I seen that my glove glove compartment excuse me was open like everything was out of the glove compartment now mind you I had just cleaned my car out so I knew where everything was and you know it just wasn't there and then I looked I opened the door and I seen that oh fuck my wallet's gone you know I immediately came back in the house to my mom what happened and um, she was like oh fuck oh shit so we decided to call the police. Now we call the non-emergency hotline and you know, it's not an emergency. So I didn't think that it was going to take this sweet ass time. Like they literally took almost two hours to get here. By this time I done looked through my car. I done seen like my wallet's going. I had a bag of condoms that I had this bag since I was in high school. That is gone. Um, my cologne that my brother got me that I love, my polo's gone. Um, my hand sanitizer's gone. And it's just like, what? And it's so crazy because had I not went back that night to at least get my bag out of the car, my, my iPad would have been gone. All of my, all of my stuff for work would have been gone. And shit, my, my favorite color, my favorite little bag would have been gone. So it's like, I was completely devastated. I immediately canceled all of my cards. But not until I looked at where the charges were made on my two cards. This nigga tried to, first of all, if he went to the gas stations, like where I live, there's a slew of gas stations around me. He went to each gas station just buying shit. $14 here, $14 there, $18 here. And one of the guys, the first gas station I went to, he didn't want to say anything. I'm like, yo. Did somebody use my car for, you know, 14 da 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 He was like, oh, I, I don't know. It could have been in here. It could have been outside at the pump, blah, 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 blah. Bitch, somebody came in there and used my car because a nigga was on a bike. How I found out he was on a bike was because he also went to Family Dollar and tried purchasing some, some soap. He a bum-ass nigga. Tried purchasing some soap, a, a track phone, and, like, other stuff worth $56. Of course, it didn't go through because he don't know my pen. So he just started swiping at the um, other gas station's credit. So they was taking out the money. So I'm like, man, what the fuck? So then what he tried to do is he tried to take $200 from my other account with my other car. And of course that failed because, you know, pin failure. He didn't know my fucking pin. So I was just like, come on, man. Are you dead ass serious? And then I was able to get a picture of the man because another gas station I went to, he had went to like five. So the second gas station I went to, cause you know, the police hadn't come yet. So I'm like, me and my brother were doing our own investigative work and whatnot. The man was like, I knew something was up because he kept swiping. So when he printed out the receipt, it had my card number on it and he swatted his credit. And then the man took a picture. So I know what the man looked like. And I can't wait for the police to get him because I really want to ask him like, nigga, it's one thing if you take my cards, but you took my whole fucking wallet. You can't do nothing with half that shit in there. I had my car insurance information, my health insurance information in there. I had um, my my small laminated diploma that I got from Dillard in there. And, you know, it had family pictures in there. Um, Raekwon gave me something a few years ago. Well... He wrote a little note to me a few years ago on a little thing when I was graduating from Dillard. And I put that in my wallet because eventually I was going to have it, you know, framed and eliminated all that. But that was in my wallet. Um, and I'm just like, wow, like, why? 
You can't do nothing with any of that stuff. And then my driver's license, that's what blew me the most. Because it's like, nigga, what the fuck you going to do with my driver's license? What are you really going to do with my driver's license? You don't look nothing like me. And and that's what kind of blew me too because my wallet's gone. No sight of where he could be. No, no clue of where he came from. I was just fucking pissed, y'all. I'm probably rambling, but it, it is what it is, man. I was pissed. I was devastated. And then when the police finally showed up, my neighbor was like, oh, what happened? Somebody got into your shit. He was like, yeah. He was like, I was like, yeah. He was like, that's crazy because when I woke up this morning, my door was unlocked. But and everything that I had in my car was like all on the ground and stuff. I ain't had nothing in there. I was like, you know what? That's crazy. So we all, um, we all just talking to the police and you know getting a getting a uh, report made and everything. And I was like, fuck! I need my driver's license. I don't care about nothing else because you know the car is gonna come. They reversed all the charges. You know I get a new everything, but I wanted my driver's license. Man, that same fucking day, me and my brother. We sat at the computer and we started trying to find an appointment because the gag is if your wallet is stolen or whatnot, you can have a police report filed and then you take it into the DMV and they'll give you a brand new one, no charge. That was great. But the next thing we came in contact with was trying to find an appointment. Mind you, the DMV is doing appointments only because of this whole COVID-19 shit. And, you know, that's understandable, but it's like, damn, bitch, like, there should be some type of um, protocol when it's an emergency. Like, not saying that nobody else's issue is an emergency, but there were no available times for me to go to the DMV at least for two months. And I checked Palm Beach County and Miami-Dade County, and y'all know I live in Broward. There were no appointments. Everything was booked for that week, next week, the week after that, and um, the week after that. So it's like, hell, nah. This this ain't gonna fly. But, you know, I can say that moving forward, I'm just gonna have to check five and six times if I leave my wallet in my car. And, you know, just make sure my doors are locked because I, I can't, I can't tell you how he got in my car. I just know all of my other doors were locked. I don't know how he got in that driver thing, but, you know, people are crooks. He a bum, so I don't know, but I hope you enjoyed those, what, 20 or $40 in gas um, station goodies that he enjoyed because, baby, once I get a call saying that they found him, I'm going to press every charge. I'm going to go to every court date. I don't know how that shit go because I never had my wallet stolen, but I'm going to make sure and see to he do some time or, or deal with whatever punishment that's coming his way for stealing my shit. And that's on what? Period. Lord! Alright, so that's pretty much been my motherfucking week personally. Now we're going to get into what else happened this week. All right. So get a drink, sit back, relax, and um, yeah, let's let's dive right into it. Hmm. What's first? Okay, this little stupid ass rally. Okay, so by the time y'all hear this, the rally would have happened in Wilton Manners. <laughs> first of all, I just want to say anything that Wilton Manners tried to do in reference to anything um, for the people of color or for right now, the trending topic, Black Lives Matter, is a fucking key. Um, a key is a joke. And the reason why I say that is because as a gay male and as a, a, a gay male of color, Wilton Manners has always as a whole, not everybody, but but majority um, treated, you know, the 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 people of color, um, gays and, and and whatnot, differently. They may not say it, 
but we feel it. We felt this for years. Well, if that's how y'all feel, Rico, why y'all keep going? Well, we keep going over there because we live in South Florida. And Willow Manor is literally the only place where you can go to be gay and not have to worry about, you know, anybody saying nothing to you, vice versa. And you can just enjoy yourself. Like, I'm not going to lie, me and my brother, Maquel, we love Alibi's Happy Hour. The food is amazing. The drinks are amazing. We have a good time. And, you know, I used to go there every day. Well, every um, Friday after work, we used to link up. And, you know, we used to have a good time. I'm not going to sit up here and lie. Um, they host karaoke nights. They have a couple of bars where we could, like, either um, enjoy some go-go dancers or we could just enjoy the drinks. Um, there have been nights when a few friends of mine, they would host uh, a night there for... Well, well, an urban night, really, where we would go and have a good time. And that's why we would continue to go, because that's like the only place for us, vice versa. I mean, not vice versa. Um, where on the other hand, you could go up north, like, I'm going to always shepherd for Atlanta, because I don't care if nobody says I love Atlanta. You can go to Atlanta, you go to different spots for your people. We don't have it down here. And then you can go to those different spots, and it'd be filled with your kind. Now, let me be clear. There's nothing wrong with us wanting to party with, you know, you know, whites and whatnot. But it's a thing where they're prejudiced. And we get those looks. I've gotten those looks. Um, we get treated differently when we try to sit down and at um, alibis or whatnot. So this is not something that we make up. Even if you worked over there in Wilton Manor, I worked in Wilton Manor, so I know firsthand how prejudiced that area can be. But it's like it sucks because you would want to. We're gay. We're proud. We want to go somewhere where we could be ourselves. It could be a safe haven for everybody, not just for one population, which is the white gays. And you know we just don't get that. So there's this rally that would have happened on Sunday and you know they they say it's to address the discrimination and blah 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 that people feel in Wilton Manors and they're coming together for George Floyd I have to call bullshit because there have been many George Floyds there have been many other times that they could have come together and had this peaceful protest, but nothing was done. Nothing ever happened. Nothing was ever said. People just kept living their lives. But now that we have a situation like George Floyd or Black Lives Matter, everybody want to jump on the bandwagon and say, oh, well, no, we're for black lives. No, we're for all lives. No, we're for black trans lives. No, y'all not. So I just, I'm going to figure out how that rally went, which honestly, no, I don't give a fuck. I honestly don't care how that rally goes because it's trash. There will be no change. Um, you you try to look at the positive side, but then there's always something that just, just knocks the whole positive out of the way. So I'm going to say right now on a public platform that Wilton Manners ain't shit. Um, I may or may not be at Alibi's for happy hour because that's the only place me and my brother would go and be free and be gay. But as a whole, I don't fuck with nothing that Wood Manor does. Um, when I was working over there for almost a year, it was it's just as bad because I had to deal and see these people every day. I had to get off my accounts over there because I was attacked and I was harassed. On these accounts, and well, I'm talking about Jack and Grinder, but yeah, I had to get off these accounts. Um, you know, the racial slurs, the the, the racial comments. Um, I got it all. As a whole, Whitman Man is a shit. We would love to support a place that supports us, and y'all don't support us. So, yeah. Y'all ain't shit. That's all I'm saying about it. That that rally, that that march, that peaceful protest is trash. Um, I got word that 
somebody else was supposed to be involved, like a man, uh, uh, one of the well-known promoters was supposed to be involved. They asked how they can assist, and then they went ahead and just took over the whole thing. So now the community backlashed on the black promoter, and now he's trying to clear his name and all this other shit. So Anthony Wynn, I still say it was wrong how they did you, but you also wrong too. So, yeah, I mean, it is what it is, boss man. I ain't gonna stay on y'all for too long, too much longer, excuse me. And I'm not. Let's move right along. Now, two more trans women were killed last week within a day of each other. Their names were Dominique Remy Fells and Raya Milton. The story reads, as Black Lives Matter protests continue around the country this week, the black transgender community was again the target of violence with two black transgender women killed in separate attacks in a single 24-hour period. On Monday night, Dominique was found in Philadelphia. They pulled her body from a river and she was dismembered. Then on Tuesday, Raya Milton was shot several times during a robbery attempt in Ohio. Now, both transgender women were misgendered. I just want to say before I get into what else I have to say, I really would like for people to stop misgendering people, okay? Um, if somebody is trans, if I'm a man and I decide to transition into a woman, I go from he to her. If I am a woman and I decide to go from a woman to a transgender male I am now from she to he y'all may not understand that but it is what it is it's all about respect okay vice versa if somebody was transitioning from a lawyer to a doctor I don't want you to call me a lawyer. You're going to refer to me as doctor, if that makes sense. Well, it makes sense, bitch. I am what I am. This is who I am. You're going to call me what I am, okay? For instance, you're not going to call me Rico. You're going to address me as Rico Amore Monroe. Get it? It's all about respect. So with that being said, for those of you who are out there, they are no longer men. They are no longer women. They are trans women and trans men. Okay? Let's just be clear. I don't have to be transgender to stand with my transgender brothers and sisters. You know what I'm saying? So let's respect one another. Okay? You may not understand, but it is what it is. But the only way we can start to grow and learn from each other is if, we, is if we have respect for one another. And also, I want to say something too. The the cop out excuse is because I know somebody going to probably say, "Oh, well, they probably got killed because they were trying to trick somebody." That is such a cop out excuse. I said that last week because somebody else said it again this week. Let me just be real. I'm not transgender, but I know for a fact transgender people don't quote unquote trick anybody to be with them they know what's up let's just call a thing a thing they know what's up um yeah so these two my two sisters they were killed within 24 hours and I've only seen maybe one story about them um, well, maybe there were like maybe two or three but as a whole like where is the where's the outrage why can't they get it? Like I say, they found Dominique body dismembered. 
so her family and friends won't be able to have a proper, excuse me, farewell moment with her. Where's the outrage? Hmm? I wish that everybody could get the same media coverage as a George Floyd or a Breonna Taylor. Especially when it comes down to it being Pride Month. Um, I want to say something, but I don't know how it's going to come out. When it came down to Pulse, of course it was a massacre. It was very tragic. Of course we will never forget them. The media coverage was crazy. There were 49 lives lost on June 11. Hold on, wait, wait, was it June 11? No, it was June 12th. I'm sorry, it was June 12th. Forty-nine lives lost. Last year, we had over damn near 30 trans women killed. The year before that, I'm sure the number is just as high. You combine those two numbers, it's more than the 49 that were killed. We must never forget Pulse, right? So we should never forget our trans brothers and sisters that were killed as well. You add those two numbers up, they're more than 49. Sorry. I, I don't think I don't think that's fair. And you know, I really can't wait till I break out in the industry because we need to hear about stories like this. We need to bring awareness to these senseless acts of violence. Like, my sisters shouldn't be dead. My brothers shouldn't be dead. They shouldn't be killed. And then nobody forget, nobody remembers them. Like I said last week, if, if it's not their friends, their family, people are gonna forget. And we must never forget any of them. I'm going to see what this this current week will look like with the media coverage, but I'm not even going to I'm not even going to bet anything on it. So that's why I want to say to everybody out there, especially if you're on my Instagram or my Facebook. I'm going to bring awareness to anything that is dear to my heart. If you see it, share it. Share it. Y'all share everything else? Let's share it around. Bad enough, nine times out of 10, my sisters won't get justice. So let's do what we can. A simple share goes a long way. Rest in peace, Raya and Dominique. All right, what's next? All right, Mr. Rashad Brooks. Lord, when is it going to stop? So I'm sure by now you've all heard about the story in Atlanta with a Rashad Brooks who was killed by police out of Wendy's apparently he fell asleep and um, the police were called because he allegedly was holding up traffic within the drive-thru after the police have had came to the scene um, he did a series of sobriety tests 
and you know they asked him a lot of different questions and I personally took it amongst myself to review both angles of the body cam from the police officers that were involved and I put together like a two-minute snippet now this video goes on and on and on and on and on because they had him out there talking for a while so basically what happened was like I said they had him doing a, a, a slew of various sobriety tests he often I mean he excuse me he was also apologetic saying that you know I fell asleep um, I don't mean to cause any problems he was being very cooperative with the two police officers although they kept asking him the same questions over and over again and um, you know the police officer made it up in his mind that you know he was too intoxicated to drive when they went to arrest him he resisted and in the midst of him resisting he was able to grab hold of one of the tasers and um, get away for a few seconds they got him on the ground and one thing led to another they tased him um, it looks like to the video that he tried to tase back I'm not sure I, I'm not sure but long story short he was tased while he was on the ground they went ahead and they shot him in the back now if you shot him in the back that means he was trying to get away from you they murdered him whether he resisted or not they murdered him and you know just like I said with these trans women that were killed I know for a fact his name will be ran through all media outlets like George Floyd name was and you know within two days they burnt down that damn that that Wendy's um, I actually just got off a uh, just got off social media and there's a video of a woman Oh, look like a white woman who actually set that that building on fire in Atlanta uh, the police chief stepped down and I know the mayor of Atlanta she made a statement and you know it's just terrible it, it, it's terrible it could have been prevented but it also you know went too far they tased him that's all they needed if he was resistant after I'm tased I'm gonna stop and now my question is, when will it stop? My answer for that right now is, it will never stop. We need to get justice for Mr. Brooks. I've already posted the video on my, my media outlets, my Instagram and my Facebook. Facebook, Rico Monroe. My Instagram, Irico Monroe. I've already, I've already put it up. And within, and within like a matter of 30 minutes, I already have people saying, oh, well, he shouldn't have resisted. He shouldn't have resisted. Yeah, he shouldn't have resisted, but did that mean he had to die? No, he was drunk. Um, wait, all that work the man be putting into wait, all that work. I'm sorry, y'all. My friend just sent me something on um Instagram. What? Okay. Wow. I'm going to talk about that next. Um, yeah, so... Did that mean that he had to die last night? No. He shouldn't have resisted. Yeah, but he was drunk. So what could he have really done with a taser? And then y'all shot him in the back. When it happened Friday, um, I was already online. Somebody had went live from the scene and everybody was making little stories and stuff like that. And I was just like, oh, wow, this happened again? It's crazy. It will never stop. 
So, as a black man, I have a nice car. What can I do to stay safe? I have little cousins that's under me. Will they be safe? I don't know. Because the shit like this won't stop. How was you in fear for your life? What what that's probably what they're gonna say. Oh, I was in fear for my life. Bitch, he had your gun, he had your taser. I think one of the police officers were fired. But the other one I think was arrested. It um I have all that information for y'all next week. Bitch, I'm drinking. I ain't Whatever. It's, and then there's another thing if they get arrested and charged, but we need to see them convicted. So, you know, all that's good and dandy. Have them locked up, have them lose their job, or have administrative leaves, but still get paid. Like, bitch, that's a paid vacation. But we'll see if there is going to be any real justice brought to these, um, I mean, real justice brought to Mr. Rashad Brooks. And uh, will there be any punishment for the two officers that were involved? And. Yeah, it. We just gotta stay safe, especially as black people. We have to stay safe out here, and it sucks because they're here to protect and serve, but they're not here to protect anybody. They're here to punish us and take us off this earth quicker than anybody else. So you know, I just don't know. I I really just don't know. I have it on for me. I have it both ways I have it for being well really three ways I have it for being a man I have it for being black and then I have it for being gay that's terrible <sighs> Lord I hope they get justice for this man people can say what they want to say but yeah he may have resisted but he did not deserve to be murdered let me move on man Lord, Miss B. Simone. B. Simone, baby girl. Let me just be clear. I'm going to go on record and say B. Simone, she's entertaining. But what she's accused of doing, I'm not surprised. She's annoying and she's aggy as fuck. So, the Shade Room had posted that... Um. B. Simone's book was basically plagiarized word for word from another person. Um, I'm on Twitter and it says, B. Simone really made y'all pay $33 for a book made out of shit she stole off. <laughs> Lord! This girl really did. She, she, she really did. And you know what's so crazy? I see the receipts. If y'all just Google or if y'all just get on Twitter and type in B. Simone, they have all the receipts for literally this girl has a book that she put out. Now, mind you, I don't care for the girl, so I didn't realize she put out a book. It's like a paperback um, book for empowering yourself and manifestation and all that other shit. But somebody's going through the book like it's like one of those pamphlets that you get at a revival from church or something. And... Somebody also said, Lord, what about some B. Simone makes you think she's capable of writing a fucking book? Listen, let me tell y'all something. When I become famous, <laughs> and people may try to come at me, which I'm sure they will, I ain't even, if I'm wrong, I'll take it. But, bitch, I, 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 I have to laugh, because some of these people are just going in. B. Simone has really been in some shit lately, because we all know sis just made a million dollars about and doing her own little thing yada 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 congratulations to her but then she came back and said oh she won't date a man that does a nine to five and it's like bitch be humble yeah you may got a million dollars but be humble and then the fact that she quote unquote got a million dollars on her manifestation and all this other shit and then it comes out that she basically stole her book word for word her excuse was oh I hired a design team sis even if you hired a design team you still have to come up with your own fucking content a design team to me is is people who you say okay here's my book make it look pretty 
not oh my design team came up with the content came up with how I manifest how I manifest things into my life that's not a design team bitch you supposed to come up with your own original shit and that brings me back to that that confirms the reason why I really don't care for her because it's like you're annoying the act that you're doing is like something we've seen before and I don't want to come off as a hater but we got to call a thing a thing this other tweet says B Simone should have the world record for how fast she can destroy her own career she didn't read the room during high-end racial tensions which basically means she had a whole backlash when it came down to Black Lives Matter and then she went out and protested and people called her out on it saying that, oh, you're only doing it for clout because now you got this backlash. And then the tweet also says she threw shade at nine to five workers, which I just discussed. And it said, now we found out that she plagiarized her same book made and made bank off those same nine to five workers she bashed. Listen, in the world of people canceling themselves, I don't know how the fuck she's going to be able to bounce back from all of this because it's like, sis, you... you you, you just took three notches up and now they're knocking you back down 10. So, I don't know how she gonna do it. Let me see what her tweet's talking about. Girl, what? It says, B. Simone and manager have secured... What the hell are they securing a building for? But B. Simone, what you need a building for? What's the definition of clout? She tweeted, what's the definition of cloud? And somebody says something you're chasing. Girl, she's done. Yes, she's done. Baby girl, she's done. Like, for me, like, I don't, I don't care for sis. Even when I see her on Wild and I, I don't care for her. And I'm not a hater. I'm just saying, like, we saw it before. I mean, even if she did make that million dollars herself and... You know this brand thing but the fact that you stole your whole book that you telling people to um follow and believe in themselves but you got that from another bitch and it's like that's crazy there's so many different ways you can come up with your own content like even for me people ask me all the time well rico why don't you make videos why don't you do skits i'm not a skit type of bitch if i make a funny video i make a funny video but every time i try to sit down and do a little skit it, it, it don't turn me on and if it don't turn me on it might make other other people laugh but for me I'm gonna feel like well damn bitch Rico that's not you you just gotta naturally be yourself like you can't script it and which makes sense because every time I try to do a script thing like like I just said it don't work so yeah um I don't know how she gonna bounce back from this but you know it is what it is I'm sure her hardcore fans gonna rock with her but you, you stole your book. You talk shit about nine to five workers, which probably make up the majority of your friends. You wouldn't date nobody that work a nine to five. So that mean to tell that. So that mean you'll date a nigga who he don't work a nine to five, but he out in the club all night, or he out working all night when you want him to be home with you, and you upset that he not home with you and he out working. So you want a nigga like that? Hmm. Okay. I don't know. I think sis done. And yeah, that's it. I mean, best of luck to her. That's crazy though. Now that's crazy as fuck. <sighs> so going back to the post that my friend sent to me. Let me see. All right, so there was this dancer, a Mississippi born and raised dancer. He's a two-time HBCU graduate. He's an international dancer. Now, he made a video of him marching. Basically, y'all know how, how um, gay boys dance. We, we teach the girls how to do their little J sets. We created all of their... Uh, formations and you know girls have helped along the way but I I really believe that gay men we created all of this so with that being said there's this there's this um, guy who went viral and wait let's see oh he's cute too I love a nigga with a little feminine now 
Hey, boy. I'm sorry to get off track, y'all, but yeah, he, he, he made a video and um, basically it went viral on Facebook. And somebody said all the work that man put into being a punk, he could have put into playing ball or something. Could have been the next Michael Jordan. First of all, and then the other comment said that motherfucker need to be shot between his eyes. Put boiling water on his funky ass first. My, why do straight dudes or why do heterosexual people go out their way, make it their business to bash gay people? I never understood that. Like, in all of my days, and I'm only 25, I never understood why people take it amongst themselves to bash people that don't give a fuck about them. And for me, I dealt with a few few guys saying a little slick shit here and there growing up. And I look back at them. I look back at them now. A lot of them are gay. I knew they were gay back then, but now they the the queen jumped out, and now they they take more dick than me. But <clears throat> excuse me, why do people care so much? Are they mad that somebody's living their life to the fullest with no care in the world? Do they secretly want to be gay? Do they want to see what it's like to be with a gay man? I know. It, it, it. Oh, bro, don't come around me. Don't come around me. Blah, blah, blah. Now, when I got to college, I probably had one or two situations like that. Everybody else showed me respect because they were confident within their sexuality. Rico being in a room shouldn't make a bitch feel some type of way unless you know I'm going to clock your tea. Oh, I got a girlfriend. I got a wife. So, what I mean, you can keep up for appearances. I don't know, it just, it just fucking blow me. So I said that to say this. To everybody out there, fuck what anybody got to say about you. To my gays, we got to do, we got to love on each other more. We got to support one another more. But also, continue living in your truth. Continue being you. Continue dancing. Um, continue playing those sports because we do have some gays that play sports shout out to y'all and you know be proud of who you are like I just followed the dancer that my friend sent he cute so he, first of all if he said he his his post was he said first of all I never knew the freaking video would go viral on Facebook they pay most of my other shit dust on there anyways. Shade but no shade. I think sometimes people don't get it why I ride and advocate so hard for black queer boys, girls, and the LGBTQ community as a whole. He stated that I needed to be shot between my eyes and one stated throwing, blow, uh, one stated throwing boiling hot water on me first. Wow, really? I never did anything to these people personally. Maybe some of you we understand why some of us go, go so hard for these black, queer, gays, boys and girls. I almost feel like the first guy called me a great comparing me to MJ. I'm happy that you know majorette and dancing takes just as much hard work and skill. However, we're far more than that. And we're not going anywhere. We are magical as fuck. We're great as fuck. And we can be far more than a basketball or football players. Which is true, sis. He flipped the whole narrative. So with him shading, with them shading him on Facebook, he turned around and flipped that whole narrative. And he absolutely right. A lot of people don't understand what it takes to be a dancer. A lot of people don't understand what it takes to be an entertainer. Um, to get up in front of people. Like for me, a lot of people don't know what it's like to, to, to be me. I mean, people may feel like, oh, well, Rico, you ain't really... Uh, uh, uh. No, bitch, people know me. Like, <laughs> girl, it take a lot. Because if it didn't, everybody would be doing it. So, he's absolutely right. It takes just as much hard work and dedication to be a majorette or a dancer that it does to be a football player or a basketball player. So, cheers to you, sis.
What's your name? Shantan. Oh, Shantan. Let me follow you, because I got a thing for dancers and little queer boys. I like my boys a little film. Oh, he cute. Lord. Nene Leach, y'all not ready for this group, huh? Period. Oh, and he got an ass on him. All right, y'all, that's it. Um, thank y'all so much for tuning in with me this week. Um, for those of you who are listening, like I say, I love y'all so much. Thank you for the continued support. Thank y'all for y'all continued feedback. And I will... See, no way. Y'all will hear from me. Lord, I'm drinking. I, I got to stop doing this. I really got to stop doing this. But I'm not. I'm not going to stop doing this. So, yeah, like I said, I y'all will hear from me next week. Um, Enjoy the rest of y'all week. Um, I love y'all really so much for listening. And, yeah, I want y'all to go with God to all my gays. This is our month. Let's be proud. I know they took all our pride away for COVID-19, but let's make the best of it. Um, to my listeners if you're new make sure y'all take a look at my previous or take a listen excuse me to my previous um, episodes and yeah I will see y'all next week make sure y'all follow me on all my um, social media outlets I am on Instagram Irico Monroe um, my entertainment slash business Instagram is iram underscore underscore entertainment. Y'all can find me on Facebook at Rico Amor Monroe. Snapchat Queen Re. Um, Twitter, Irico Monroe or New Re. Just find me and follow me. Fuck with me. Alright? Until next time. Love and light. What's up? What's up? So much for listening. I know it's been a long time.